Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I'm a contributor at Forbes covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Our guests today are Kate and Dave Nazaroff of Ride to Give. They're the co-founders. And also Daryl Hatton, the CEO of Fundraiser. Uh, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We're, we're really excited to talk about this. Uh, of course, Fundraiser is uh, a large, successful crowdfunding platform. Uh, I think, uh, Daryl, correct me if I'm wrong, $67 million in uh, transactions so far and money raised. I mean, that's amazing. Well, that uh, was also last week. <laughs> it's well, already 68. 68. Oh, yeah. I, I used old numbers. I'm sorry. Another week changes everything. Changes uh, Kate and Dave uh, created a, a nonprofit for their uh, crowdfunding site that is uh, powered by Fundraiser, and they've uh, raised... $1.2 million already on their nonprofit site. Great, great work. It's just fun to have you all here. Uh, Kate, and, and I wonder if you would tell us a little bit about the vision and, and the purpose and the history of Ride to Give. Uh, Ride to Give started really as one bicycle ride that he did um, from New York to Georgia to benefit a child who had a traumatic brain injury two years ago. And we told a story on Facebook. Um, and I wanted to help. I didn't feel like we had the finances to really help, so I wanted to help in a different way. So I asked him, how long would it take you to ride from here to Atlanta? And he said, I don't know, five days. And I told him the story of Trip Halstead, the boy that we helped. And he said, I'll do it. I'll go tomorrow. And I said, no, let me, let me talk to the family and see if I can raise them some money. And we thought maybe we'd raise 10000 for them over three months and take that down to them, and we raised close to 200000 Holy cow. Holy cow. What an incredible experience. Now, Dave, I'm assuming this wasn't your first bike ride, right? Uh, I think you've, you've done a few Ironman events. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I, I own three, co-own three bike shops in New York. I've been riding my bike my whole life, and uh, you know, so I just felt like riding my bike. So, um, you know, when my wife presented me with this idea, I was, I was totally on board. Um, anything uh, to do for, you know, somebody else is uh, just an amazing challenge. Now, uh, I remember attending a an Ironman event uh, about five years ago, and and it really was one of the most moving things I've ever seen. Still, just I get a little emotional just thinking about that day and watching people finish the race, and as each person came across the finish line. Most of them staggering, uh, in some form or fashion of stagger. Uh, <laughs> there was no grace left at that point. The the announcer would say, you know, Dave Nazaroff, you are an Iron Man, and it was really moving. How do you feel when you finish a race? Well, I feel I feel moved, but compared to the ride and what. It's it's an Iron Man is like one, and this is a hundred. I mean, because you're doing it for somebody else, and uh, and uh, and besides that, we also had an Iron Man team that uh, we put together 
and and we were able to have people that were following us, you know, raise money for children too. And at Ironman Chattanooga, we had uh, eight well eight people started, eight people finished, and uh, so watching other people finish it for our charity and raise funds for people they don't know, it was just uh, moving for me. So um, doing Ironman is cool. But uh, doing it, uh, doing uh, doing a ride, or you know, helping out other people is way better. Oh, that's great, Dave. Kate, I wonder if you would tell us a little bit about some of the campaigns that you have on on Ride to Give. Now, you've got a couple dozen campaigns, it looks like. We do. We raise money. We typically raise funds for things that insurance doesn't pay for, um, pocket expenses that you occur when you have a child that's medically fragile. So anything from a wheelchair lift to a car, for we've raised money for an iPad for a child to use while he's having chemotherapy. We've raised, you know, travel expenses to get to a doctor out of state. That, therapy yeah, therapy dogs, seizure alert dogs. So we really try to vary what we raise funds for, and we've had a little bit of everything, honestly. Well, that re it really is wonderful, the, the work you're doing. Uh, Daryl, I wonder if you would just comment a little bit about how uh, Ride to Give uses your technology and, and how that all works. And, and Describe the relationship. Well, it, it's been a great partnership um, right from the very beginning of when uh, I think the first thing that Katie was raising money for was as a starting up. Uh, as a nonprofit, they needed equipment in their office, and so they helped raise a small amount of money for some equipment, and it's kind of blossomed and using our platform since then. Um, you know, I think one of the things that Katie's done so well is build a community around Ride to Give, and have a, her Ride to Give army, those people that will regularly contribute and help out, you know, kind of on a weekly basis even, for helping the, the children that they they support. And I think one of the great things about that is the use fundraiser for helping communicate that story out. And these causes are now very much about building and enrolling and keeping that community close so that they, you can get the power of that repeated action from them. And uh, she's done a masterful job of that in a very short period of time, build a very large community that supports her. Well, this is really just a magical work that you're doing. Uh, Daryl, how did you get uh, fundraiser started? Tell us just a little bit about the history of fundraiser. Um, I was uh, coaching my lacrosse team, and uh, I started to see how they were using Facebook, and I posted an event on Facebook for practice, and everyone showed up compared to when I invited them with email, and no one showed up. And it begged the question, gee, I wonder if I could get them to pay their bills for the team the same way. And so the original version of fundraiser had fee collection and donation processing as one of the aspects of what was there. The fee collection side didn't work very well, but the donation side and, and working to the helping groups raise money really took off, and that's how we got going. Now, you're based in Vancouver. Is the bulk of your business in Canada, or are most of your customers uh, down south here in the U.S., like uh, Kate and Dave? Uh, over 80% of our customers are in the U.S., but we've actually have customers in 20 different countries around the world now. So majority of it is U.S., Canada, U.K., Australia, New Zealand, but uh, we've had some very interesting stuff in Sweden and in Switzerland and all over Europe. 
Oh, that's great. It's great to see that kind of success going on. Uh, Kate, I wonder if you would just talk about that first uh, friend that you were raising money for, the child that had the traumatic brain injury. Uh, clearly, you and Dave were very motivated to help out. I want to just dig a little deeper. What was going on at that time that, that made that particular situation so compelling? Uh, it's like pretty unusual for people to engage at that level like you did. I mean, to raise $200,000 is just amazing. You know, it's kind of, it's hard to explain. The only way I can explain it is I had a two-year-old son who was the same age as this child who was injured. Blonde, big smile, twinkle in the eye, precocious, outgoing. And I thought to myself, this could be me. This was another couple who, with a perfectly healthy child who, because of this tragic accident, was now severely disabled. At the time, we didn't even know if he'd ever make it out of the hospital. And I just felt like if it was me, I to be by my son's bedside and not have to worry about getting back to work, not have to worry about money. And I found myself reading his mom's blog because his mom's a great writer and she really had the Facebook page as kind of a, a blog or venting place, a place to share with family and friends. And I found myself waking up in the middle of the night and checking my phone to see how this child was doing and he was a complete stranger. And I just, it was the first time I really felt called to help anyone outside of my own immediate friends and family. And when we wrote them an email and said, we're not crazy, we just want to help out, they said, come on down. And we've now forged a friendship with that family that will be lifelong. I don't know why. I guess because it was almost inconceivable to me that these would be strangers to you. I've always assumed that these were somehow people connected to you, friends or family. And you're telling me these were strangers. It's yeah. just remarkable, remarkable that you would do that. Dave, I wonder if you would just take a minute and uh, tell us a little bit about how you integrate the rides into the crowdfunding. I'm not sure how that works. How do you uh, operate that? My wife runs the business. She's the brains <laughs> behind the whole thing. I just ride my bike. But, we, I mean, we, you know, I mean, the first time we just, uh, we just, you know, we just uh, picked a route, and then uh, Katie would get on Facebook and uh, post out, you know, where what we're doing and stuff like that. Um, Trip Halstead, um, and the Halsteads already had a page, and a lot of their followers didn't have a way of, you know, because th this family didn't ask for anything. But you have to understand that they had, at the time, they had, I think, a half a million followers. Now they have well over a million followers. They never asked for anything. And um, so we came along. We didn't know them. We could ask for money, you know, because we want to help them out. So, you know, during the course of the ride going down there, you know, Katie would be posting, uh, you know, how, how everything was going. And, and the way my wife writes, she has, that's what, you know, that's what really gets people. I mean, if you don't write well and you, it doesn't come from the heart, people, people don't want to support you. So during the whole ride, my wife would be writing um, stories about herself or, you know, just, just moving people, and uh, this whole army, which we call of people that believe in what we're doing, would just donate to our cause, and it's been amazing, you know. And we I'm, actually, I'm sorry, we yeah. actually fundraise year round, yeah. and not not every fundraiser right. is tied to an athletic event. Right. But during the Ironman season, we do have an Ironman team, and we will tie 
whatever race they're doing um, to whatever cause we happen to be helping at that time. But we do one gigantic ride a year, which is what we're doing this Sunday, which is him riding his bike from New York to Georgia. We do that once a year for a family, and then the rest of the year we continue to fundraise, occasionally tying it to events, but most times actually not, particularly during the, the winter months. And I'd like to add one thing. If I, Bill Hall said the father, him and I are like buddies right now, and he, a year after meeting, he signed up for an Ironman. He was part of that team, and he finished an Ironman a year after you know our, the first ride, and he's done two of them with us, and he's been paying it forward too and helping us out. So this family is helping us raise money too for other families. So it's just been an amazing ride for us here. What what an amazing what an amazing group of people. You, you're just a just an inspiration. I wonder if uh, I could ask each of you just in turn, uh, Daryl. Maybe we'll start with you. Uh, to just give me the name of someone who inspires you. Uh, you know, Daryl, Kate, Dave, you're all, each of you have become role models to other people. You provide inspiration. Clearly, Dave, you, you gave a great example of how you motivated the Halsteads to, to become uh, more athletic and join the, the team on uh, the Ironman team. But all of you are, are, are role models. Uh, and as role models, it then sort of begs the question, who's your role? If you're busy being a role model, who do you, in fact, have as a role model? Daryl, let's start with you. Um, I'm, I feel so lucky because I'm surrounded by people who are, are uh, I admire and uh, I want to emulate. I mean, if I think where it goes back to from a long time ago, I have a big brother uncle who uh, just led um, with heart. Is probably a good way to say it, and I, I really appreciate that. And, and I find I echo that in a lot of things that I do, and, and I really appreciate that influence, even when I was just uh, small and growing up. Oh, that really is great. Now, Kate, who who's your role model? Well, I will say on a side note that Daryl's been a great mentor to me during the last couple of years with this whole fundraising thing, so he gets some props there, but really my biggest role model is probably Dave, because um, unlike me, he kind of tends to stay positive about everything, and just loves life, and has this great outlook, and everything's going to be okay, and I, I kind of live to emulate that. I try to wake up each morning and be excited about what's to come, and not sweat the small stuff, and that's what he does, so I... I that's why he's kind of stuck with me now. That's great. Uh, Dave, who's your role model? Well, my grandfather was a New York City fireman. He said failure is not an option, you know, as a fireman. But, I mean, my role model, these families, I mean, I we've met all these families. And, you know, people talk about an Ironman. And, listen, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the Ironman, I go home, and the event is over. These families deal with children 24-7, these families, these are the Ironmen. These are people that their strength is, you know, they're Superman. I'm just Dave. I mean, these people, when you meet Bill and Stacy and, and uh, all these families, I mean, these people deal with it. It, it. These people inspire me. I mean, these people, you know, they get up in the morning with a positive out, outlook, 
and you know, and they're just amazing. I mean, I can't, you know, I just, I, I can't say much that I can't say enough of these people. They're just amazing people. Well, that can I, can really I is inspiring. Daryl, go ahead. Yeah, the um, I think one of the great things about uh, this kind of work in doing in crowdfunding and what um, Ride to Give is all about is it's wonderful to wake up every morning and see the impact that this kind of funding can have on a family and how much they can ease some of the pain. Um, you know, a lot of people have said, how can I look at what happens with our, our customers all the time, all this tragedy and all these difficulties? And it's the hope that comes out of it that we can help make a, a difference. You know, it, it, that the community can get together and change what was going to be a disaster into something a little bit more tolerable. And uh, that's a fantastic part about it. And, and, you know, I have a hard time reading Katie's, Katie's writing because I cry all the time over the stuff she posts. It's just so motivating. So um, it's a great, great way to go to work when you feel this stuff around your work. And also, I mean, Daryl gives us a platform that we're able to raise money. Our slogan, and I have it tattooed on my arm, is give a little, change a lot. Because, I mean, most of our donations are a couple of dollars. We get envelopes in the mail and, you know, you know, for a dollar, check for two, or, you know, they donate a dollar on, you know, it's, and, you know, when you have thousands of people donating a dollar here and a dollar there, giving up their coffee in the morning, you know, I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, people think that they have to donate thousands of dollars, um, and they don't. They just, you know, it's just a little, every, it's just people being kind to one another and just giving a little, just giving a little and, and just knowing that, there's other people that don't know you, but they care about you. Don't make me start crying now. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought a tattoo would make me cry. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we've got a lot of good people here, and there's a lot of good people out here in America and Canada all over the world that are willing to help out other people that they don't know. So if we all did that, the whole world would be a better place. It's not, it's not rocket science here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are an inspiration. Quite genuinely, I mean that. Uh, I want to thank you all for taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, uh, Daryl, quickly, how do people connect with you and learn more about uh, a fundraiser? If they hit fundraiser.com, spelled F-U-N-D-R-A-Z-R, because I'm Canadian, <laughs> .com, uh, you can find out all about this, and we have some great stories on our blog about how people have used the technology to help do great things. Great. Kate, how can people uh, track you down and uh, learn more about Ride to Give? Our biggest presence is on Facebook, and we're at facebook.com slash ride to give. Um, but we also have a website, www.ridetogive.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for being with me this morning. It's just been a joy to have you. Um, and uh, we wish you every success in the work that you're doing. Thank you. you. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show 
to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.